0: Well, folks we are here tonight ready and raring to go cuz it is it's been a minute for sure it
1: has been at least 4 weeks i want to say close yeah. to since we have recorded so
0: yeah.
1: and, and the the first i mean those first season 2 episodes were pretty rocky so this is going to be <laughs> arguably yeah. kind of like the first return to normal since yeah. A month and a half or so ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was recording in my mom's porch. Literally had the computer sitting on top of the the deep freeze. Uh, <laughs> didn't have my microphone. Um, I mean, I am in the garage now, but you know, I've got some blankets hung on the wall. I think it's going to be okay. Uh, yeah, we are. We're getting after it here. Um, I'm very excited. I okay. This is going to sound a little cheesy, but if somebody is listening, if somebody is on season two with us, I know they're right here. They're right there with me. When I watched the episodes last night and today, I was just like reminded again, how much I truly love this show, (laughs) right? Like that's obvious. We're doing a podcast about it, but even so it was still like, oh yes, Friday Night Lights is so good. (laughs) yeah i think that's
1: kind of part of what i don't think it's a secret at this point uh that we record back-to-back episodes but i think that's part of like why we almost have to do that because when i finished episode i'm like i want to watch one more and it's it's been hard for me not to watch it for four (laughs) weeks yeah i know right whatever it's been
0: yeah i hope i hope our schedules uh loosen up a little bit and we're able to to get back into it but yeah at the beginning of this podcast we had the the luxury of (laughs) okay that sounds terrible uh but we had the luxury of being in the middle of a pandemic and i mean we still are but we didn't have anything going on so it was friday night lights whenever we wanted um (laughs) but i'm back at it anyway uh, super excited, uh, man! Anthony, what are you? What are you drinking? We got something different going on your end today. I've got a a
1: Modelo. I'm trying to dig into all the random beers that we've got in the fridge uh, <laughs> to try to make space. So I've got a Modelo right now. I'm working on. I've got a backup
0: uh, waiting in the wings. <laughs> to- <laughs> <Right on. laughs> uh, I do enjoy a good Modelo. Uh, wh- why do you have a random Modelo in your fridge? <laughs> well, uh, I'll keep details scant.
1: <laughs> okay, but we had some friends who own a restaurant um, that had to close temporarily due to COVID, mm. um, and they had to get rid of a lot of their alcohol. Okay, and the you know the the liquor store is not going to buy back a a half open, you know, a half
0: case of Mandela. half a bottle
1: of liquor or uh yeah. you know two loose modellos or anything. <laughs> so we had uh kind of the luxury of them being like, hey, come help us move out of our building and we'll give you this alcohol because we can't do anything with it. So um Christmas in September? I, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So nice. we that's why I have two loose modellos. <laughs> <laughs> um and some others that will probably uh, others things that will probably be
0: making appearances over the next few uh episodes so <laughs> right on well that is good news for you and good news for reliving the lights fans yes. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do you got uh, over there um I, I once again have a heavily modified bracco bar. <laughs> <Machido. laughs>
1: And I, I mentioned this before we started recording and I was going to do that tonight before I realized that we didn't have any limes and it was 9 30 PM and I didn't want to go buy
0: limes. (laughs) (laughs) You're just not committed enough to the mojito. Uh, let me, let me tell you how you make a mojito out here in Sioux center, Iowa. First (laughs) you take some (laughs) of course. Right. Uh,
1: are you giving away the Brocco Mojito recipe right now on air?
0: Okay, I'll back up. Sorry. <laughs> Be careful. Okay. So our listeners just got the first <laughs> ingredient. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it, that's pretty much it from, from the Brocco recipe. Yeah. Uh, I've got, <laughs> Secrets <laughs> I've <got that>. out. <laughs> I've got some 7-Up. I've got a packet of great value (laughs) raspberry pomegranate lemonade drink mix and you just kind of put that all in your gus's hot and spicy fried chicken plastic (laughs) cup and swirl it around and that is a kuyper's mojito wow yeah you (laughs) definitely i mean no lime and no mint but yeah you didn't give you
1: didn't give too much away so i'll I'll allow that and yeah you definitely heavily modified it for your
0: own uh, doing so, yeah. I might even I might even beep, bleep out the the name of the rum because that's the only that's that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I
1: think that would be funnier actually if you do do that. So please, <laughs> yeah. okay. please do. So yeah we we've been away for a month. Josh, do you have anything uh worth noting that's happened in the last month uh to catch up?
0: I mean, you know, been uh, been working, been taking care of the kids. We went on a little family vacation to the Black Hills of South Dakota, which was a vacation spot for me as a child every other year, basically. We'd take a Black Hills vacation one summer, and then the next summer we'd go to somewhere farther away. Uh, My five-year-old is obsessed with learning about Native Americans, so it was a little educational trip out there, Um, the Paha Sapa, you know, the Black Hills, the holy land of the Lakota people. And I listened to an audiobook about Crazy Horse. Since then, it's been going great. You know, kind of been taking the deep dive there. So if you want to start a podcast uh, <laughs> about that, maybe that's not a good idea for us. Yeah, two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I
1: have that in me. Um, I do have a copy of Barry My Heart at Wounded Knee that I need to get around yeah. to reading. But I got to read that. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm ready to to start that. Podcast. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough
0: uh how are you i mean that's what's going on with me what have you been up to
1: yeah um well it's been a pretty pretty interesting month here at the hookman iverson household yeah about two weeks ago we lost our hedgehog which has been very very difficult so if i may i'd like to dedicate this episode yes to uh the memory of of Fetty wop martin iverson hookman rest in rest in peace man yeah it's been a very, I didn't think that, yeah, it's, 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 it's affected us pretty harshly. I, I wasn't expecting, uh, how hard it would hit me, but it also happened extremely quickly. So I don't think that we were yeah, uh,
0: prepared for how fast it happened. Yeah. That was a bummer to hear. Although, uh, I was pretty inspired how Fetty used his last days and last moments. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to share that. Yeah, no. Uh, I
1: mean, I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast, but I will sure i will um yeah so a little context <laughs>
0: uh if you can do this in a way that kind of you know navigates carefully we can keep yeah. it in without the explicit rating. hedgehogs male hedgehogs
1: uh, particularly in captivity um enjoy some boy time we'll say <laughs> And um, Fetty always did like we 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 knew enough about like when it first happened, uh, what was going on and why there was some uh, um, residue, hardened residue on his (laughs) chest every now and then. Um, But uh, so, yeah, in these last days, he, he got what our vet believes to be. Um, What's called wobbly hedgehog syndrome, which is an adorable name, but actually a really sad condition Right. where um, basically hedgehogs, it's a neurological condition where they kind of lose uh, the ability to like use their limbs. Hmm. So his back legs kind of started to go and we kind of watched it slowly happen. And, you know, we're getting regularly checking in with our vet and all that. But in the last like two or three days, he basically completely lost his back legs. And so I was kind of helping him eat and helping him drink. And I, one day I picked him up, like two days before he passed. I picked him up and he had some fresh residue. <laughs> um, so I, as 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 difficult as those last days were, and and uh, the days following those last days were thinking about that kind of makes me chuckle because picturing Fetty, who the poor guy, you know, he couldn't, couldn't walk at that point. He couldn't eat. um, But he knew that he had to get one last, one last uh, boy time session in. (laughs) Uh, He was, yeah, he was my, my little Susio boy, uh, truly his father's son.
0: Man. Yeah. uh, Truly, truly an inspiration. (laughs) <laughs> um, but for real, uh, sorry for the loss. Yeah, glad you guys. Too. Yeah, yeah, glad you guys got to enjoy Fetty Wap while you did. Yeah, um, we got, yeah. we got,
1: we got three and a half of his four and a half years with him, so we got a good, good chunk with him. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely the uh, hedgehogs Basically, sleep ninety percent of the day, so he didn't make a lot of noise. Huh. But the apartment still like somehow feels quieter.
0: Yep, um, yep. without him in it. But. Yep, um, so. In memorandum, we'll, yes. we'll dedicate this to the me- memory of Fetty Wap. Uh, rest in peace, big guy. Glad the hedgehog, you not out. the rapper.
1: If you're listening, if you're just joining <laughs> you know, us. We just started a rumor. <laughs> yeah. If you're just, uh, if you're like significant other or something is listening to this and you walked by and heard <laughs> rest in peace, Fetty Wap, don't worry. Yeah, it's All
0: right uh unless something happened in like the 2 months between recording and releasing yeah, uh, yeah. it's fine maybe it happened yeah all right well with with that in mind i am inspired to take on this podcast let's let's get into let's in. episode 4 of season 2 hit us with some imdb information i hope movie dude one is uh is there for us but He's been a little spotty.
1: Yeah, I believe that he is back. I'm pulling up the IMDb now, but I believe that we looked forward in the last episode and uh, found at least that he would be returning soon if he hadn't yet. So here we go. And it is Movie Dude 1. Yes. Eric quits his college coaching job to return home to his family and the Panthers, Mm -hmm. but the latter doesn't look very promising when the old coach fights his termination after only two games. Mm -hmm. Tim accompanies Jason to Mexico, where a questionable medical procedure gives Jason hopes of walking again. Mm -hmm. After making an appearance in the Lord's name in a boy's home, Lila takes it upon (laughs) herself. (laughs) Let me rewind here. Okay, yeah. After making an appearance. After making an appearance in the Lord's name in a boy's home, <laughs> Lila takes it upon herself to show a recently released inmate, the light. Landry's <laughs> uh, L- father is called into work after the body that he and Tyra disposed of is discovered.
0: That Okay. I, okay. For real, before you read the sentence after making an appearance in the Lord's name, but before that, I was thinking, Wow. He's he's doing great. He's back and he's he's refreshed. He's feeling good. He took some time off, and he's doing great. <laughs> Literally, the that second moment. after I thought that, after making an appearance in the Lord's name, boy. So, yeah. What a. Oh, there's so many
1: better ways to put that. Yeah. Like just saying, it, after her, like her newfound faith guided her. To go visit a juvenile delinquent facility. And that's just, I'm three beers deep and I just came up with something better.
0: <laughs> You're trying that's to get cute, movie dude one. Yeah. It's not working. The Lord's name in a boy's home. And, and then that last sentence, Landry's father is called into work after the body that he <laughs> and Tyra disposed of is discovered. That makes us think that Landry's dad yeah. dumped the body. That's not what happened, movie dude one. Okay, we got to rate it. Our movie dude one synopsis rating of the week. I mean, the first two sentences. He started off strong. I if it was just those sentences, I give it an eight because I thought it was actually going well. And boy, he drops off the cliff. Yeah, I think
1: first half uh, an eight, second half a zero. We'll average it out to be like a
0: four. (laughs) I think that's exactly right. Yep, because two sentences great, two sentences terrible. That is a, yep, that's a four. So <laughs> you're almost there. I really think he's going to get there. I really think we're going to have a movie dude one, 10 point yep. You think we're going to have a 10? I think okay. we're going to have it. I do. I, I don't know if it'll be because it's like legitimately good or because it's just so perfectly movie dude one that we have right. no choice to give it a 10. But yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get there.
1: I'm, I don't know that I'm as optimistic as you are, but. Uh, <laughs> All right. Before we move any further, I want to make sure this gets thrown in the episode. Okay, um, I was just thinking about it as I got up, <laughs> um, too. So I'm glad that you mentioned it. But um, I need to give a shout out to my cousin's husband, Brian Larson, yes, who hooked me up with a very nice, uh, new to me mic. Uh, <laughs> Is um, his mic? that he, yeah, just had lying around and gave to me that I'm currently recording this episode with. So yeah. um, shout out to Brian Larson. I told him that I, I promised him that <laughs> season two, <laughs> episode four, uh, make sure he listens to it. <laughs> so thank you, Brian. Uh, I'm, I'm very pleased with it. Um, it's, yeah, very exciting.
0: Yeah, you are coming in loud and clear in my ears this week. And I'm I'm loving every second of it. I'm excited to do the editing. For this one, <laughs> simply so I can bask in the glory <laughs> of your new expensive but free-to-you microphone. <laughs> thanks, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. <laughs> okay, so this episode, uh, again, I j- thank you, Brian. Um, yes, thanks, Brian. This episode aired the 26th of October, 2007. It was entired, entitled Backfire. Uh yeah, late October. You know, kind of right around when we're recording this. So Mm -hmm. it's early October, but technically, yeah, first third. But you know, yeah. So yeah, there's there's the background information. Let's let's hop into this. Riggs and Street, they're heading down to Mexico. They get down there. They're they're feeling you know feeling positive, feeling good. At least Jason is. Um, Yeah, Riggs is along for the ride. They show up at the, the clinic, the, the spine clinic for their appointment, for Jason's appointment. <laughs> and, yeah, sorry, doctor's out on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Turns out there was no appointment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, uh, it wasn't whatever, yeah, whatever appointment he made is no good.
0: Yep. So, sorry, come back next week. We'll, we'll get you in. Obviously this doesn't go over well for two high schoolers who have just <laughs> made their way down to Mexico for a sketchy medical procedure.
1: I think technically based on what we know, Jason might technically be out of high school, right?
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Jason I think was a senior the first year. Yep.
0: Yep, so he'd um, be 19.
1: But yeah. But and we'll get into this over the course of this episode and next episode. They spend what seems to be considerably more than a a week, which I mean, a week is already mm-hmm. a lot of time to spend in a foreign country if you're a high schooler. Yeah, and a one of them is an all-star football player. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. Then <laughs> you factor in, yeah, that they're there for what is even more than that. What turns out to be more than that, I imagine there's going to be no repercussions for Riggins. <laughs> there never is. <laughs> no,
0: he. I mean, a little bit of a spoiler alert, but, yeah, he misses two games. So, <laughs> uh, I don't think that would go over well. Yeah, but, no, I'm going to agree with you on that one. But I'm guessing, yeah, he shows back up in Dylan. Coach Taylor says something like, where the <laughs> hell you been at, son? And then that's all there is to it. That's that, yeah. So, um, we cut to the game that Tim Riggins is missing, and... Westcott I believe is the opposing team. They're kind of kicking they're kicking the Panthers butt around a little bit.
1: Yeah, they're
0: they're beating up the
1: Panthers. Uh, they're seeing right through the offense, but the coach, coach McGregor, yeah, is just wants to keep running the same play or they just run over.
0: smash. Dylan is not a fan of Coach McGregor already at this point. The crowd, not impressed. Yeah. Uh, I think it's safe to say that Reliving the Lights is not a fan of Coach McGregor. Correct. Yeah, not a friend of the show.
1: No. Coach McGregor. Uh, (laughs) But if the actor who plays Mr. McGregor wants to come on the show. We will take you. You're welcome to join (laughs) us on Reliving the
0: Lights. 100%. Don't know your name. Uh, You are a friend of the show. (laughs) You are, yeah. (laughs) I doubt you're on Twitter, but if you find him on, if any of our listeners find him on Twitter, please tag him. (laughs) We'll take him. I do believe he shows up in later episodes as well. I didn't think that's kind of implied by the end of this episode, which which uh, rang a little bell with me. Yeah, I did enjoy in these scenes, uh, Grandma Saracen explaining football to Carlota. Which was a,
1: a pretty entertaining little. Tip I must right there. have I must have been writing stuff down and missed that.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was explaining what was happening on out on the field, in Carlota was yeah like I noticed uh-huh, them in the crowd, but I uh-huh. don't remember.
1: Uh-huh. I don't remember Grandma explaining. <clears throat> so that's
0: yeah. So Smash is getting eaten alive without Tim lead blocking for him. Tim being you yeah know, his his fullback leading the charge usually. Is not going well for Smash, which, you know, Smash is supposed to be this, like, top player in the country, and apparently he's nothing without Tim Riggins. So what does that tell you about Tim Riggins? Maybe Tim Riggins should be on some of those, uh, what's his name, Grady? Grady Hunt. Grady Hunt lists or whatever. But we see a shot of Buddy up in the crowd, (laughs) and he, like, looks down at his championship Yeah, he's
1: just, yeah,
0: eyeing it. You can tell it's at this point he knows what he has to do. He's got to <laughs> fire McGregor's ass. And we've kind of talked about
1: this obviously at length before, but I don't know how Buddy or yeah. the Boosters have that power or what that. Gives role. Buddy the authority. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but before we get to the end of the game, I do want to point out, yeah, that um, Matt like makes a comment right to to Smash about how he's not so good without yeah riggins like they're beefing hard it is we
0: love a matt and smash bromance the bromance is dead right now we hate to see it (laughs) we absolutely hate to see it it is not fun for anyone it's not good for the panthers it's not good for the viewers it's not good for us as human beings it's just yeah we hate to see it hope things turn around uh but, yeah, the game does not go well for the Panthers. Chalk it up as a loss.
1: Yep, that's an L. Uh, because the coach pulls it again. He plays, like, the final play of the game, run, smash. Saracen's frustrated by the entire yeah. situation.
0: Yeah, even the players are like, what the heck? Why are we doing this over and over and over again? So the very next scene, we see Buddy. It's, it's the next day it's Saturday morning slash afternoon, somewhere in there, Buddy calls up coach Taylor. Coach Taylor is in the middle of a <laughs> D one college football game. And buddy somehow got the number for the coach's box. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell. Yeah. Was that the coach's box was, I couldn't tell exactly yeah. what. Okay. So coach, yeah. you know, coaches is, is up there taking in the game, you know, doing his coach thing through the radios or whatever. And somehow buddy <laughs> buddy got that number.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it was a landline. I
0: that's what was confusing <clears throat>
1: to me and call me ignorant on this, but I didn't realize that there was a, a coach's box. I just thought mm-hmm. that was like a spectator's. <clears throat> Situation that like putting (laughs) up the line of that, and somebody came down and was like, "Uh, "Coach Taylor, somebody's on the phone for you."
0: (laughs) No, Um, no, they'll the you know football teams will have coaches way up high so they can have a better view of what's actually going on in the field. You know,
1: (laughs) that completely makes sense now that you say it. But I in my mind, I was picturing, (laughs) I was picturing a situation (laughs) in which uh, somebody called the yeah like. A spectator box, and, and they had to go get to Coach Taylor. <laughs> to the phone. But yeah, he's no in the middle of the game. Buddy tells him the
0: Eagle has landed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, say what you will about Buddy, but he knows how to get things done, you know? That's true, That's he true. really does. So next we have Lila, and she is volunteering at the state school for boys in the name of the Lord. <laughs>
1: Spreading would, the gospel. What a movie dude would call it again, a boys' home. <laughs> yeah. In a boys' home. I just wrote down a juvenile detention center. Yeah. Like anyway. And
0: that's what it said on the what it said on the sign was the state school for boys. Yeah. Uh she is there. Um giving the young men there some encouraging, motivating words to make good choices. Basically, it's very painful to watch. Yeah every inmate there sexually harasses her yeah and a, so so she, yeah she predictably gets sexually harassed she's a very attractive young woman yeah. in you know this state school for boys mm-hmm. and the the guy in charge awards 5 points to the kid who has been who sexually harassing her which kind of came off to me as like an incentive system for <laughs> sexual harassment like, hey five points bud <laughs> which yeah I'm gonna assume those are negative that's yeah. not points are not a good thing but <laughs> it's just an interesting mean, way to word it hey that's, that's five so points <laughs> 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 ten more and you get bonus um, Lila <laughs> Is
1: not at a level where she should be evangelizing very clearly. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Like, this Mm -mm. one person, like uh, inmate or whatever the word is for it, is like, why does bad stuff still happen? And Lila's just like, oh, (laughs) yeah.
0: He he tosses her a softball. (laughs) I mean,
1: just like beside herself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Okay, it's the classic problem of evil question. It's the it's the question that people have literally been asking for like thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know that there's a good answer. Otherwise, people wouldn't still ask it. But Lila right. still like craps a brick. Yeah, <laughs> in the face of that question, <laughs> you at least need like, be you prepared
1: think, for that. Yeah, you'd think she would at least like have something prepared for it, but she is just nope. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It does not go well. I would, I mean, I don't want to be cynical, but I would say most people that would put themselves in that situation probably aren't very prepared unless they like, this is like their thing, you know, (laughs) like a prison ministry type thing. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So it's Santiago that actually asks that question and she, yeah, craps the bed on it. What I what didn't was
1: that? that was oh it was Santiago. Oh sorry, I was thinking of who was the football player that got in trouble that beat up Kurt Caster. Oh, I thought that's who it was for That's Reyes was Like Reyes. I was
0: like that's why I was like, oh <laughs> that was it, that's where he ended up. And
1: now <laughs> I realize, yeah, who's Santiago? Sorry.
0: That uh kind of would yeah, really bring things full circle.
1: But <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I
0: mean, and it would make sense for him to be in there, but
1: right, yeah. So uh, uh,
0: <laughs> no, it was Santiago, new guy.
1: Um, I don't think he, that we. Had, I don't think we've learned his name yet on this in these two episodes, do we? Well, sure we have. Yeah, because oh, he goes to he goes to Buddy's dealership
0: and gets a job. Right?
1: I remember that. I just I must. Yeah, I must have been furiously jotting
0: down okay. notes. Yeah, that
1: I didn't <laughs> yeah. Even, I didn't even catch. I mean, the, I assume we know his
0: name, but uh, but he has this line: "You people always come in here acting like you care, but if you saw us on the street." You'd run the other way, so that's where we kind of leave things with Lila's little evangelism session uh, that she is woefully unprepared for. Julie fighting with Mrs. Coach.
1: Yeah, uh, Julie wants to learn how to drive. Mrs. <clears throat> Coach does not want to teach her to drive. No. Um, obviously, there's tension between the two already.
0: Yeah. I I just have in my notes that Julie really starts cranking up the hateo meter right here. Yeah. So things are not going well between those two. Meanwhile, Riggs and Street down in Mexico are just kind of wasting away in their hotel yeah. room, just kind of hanging out. Um, they got time to kill, you know. It's they have to wait a week for the Street's got ten thousand dollars apparently, <laughs> <laughs> right for the procedure. For the procedure. Yep. But Riggs has had enough. We're going out, no regrets, six, none. So, he's tired of sitting around. He's in Mexico. He's going to do something about it.
1: Uh, we got a scene uh, where Coach Taylor puts in his – tries to put in like a two-weeks notice at TMU. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, I don't know, athletic director or – Yeah, like head the coach head coach. Yeah. Whoever it is, basically tells her like – uh or tells him. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh head coach basically tells Coach Taylor up yours if you wanna leave right now. Like if you wanna quit, you're gone right now. I'm yeah. gonna yeah.
0: Yeah. This is an IBM.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can yeah.
0: get out. So coach is done there, I guess. That is TMU is over and done with. Coaches, you know, he's got to go back to his family. He's got things to take care of there. So good for him. Big sacrifice, big deal there. But <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it wasn't real pretty. Tyra's over at the Clark household for dinner. So I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious uh, with Landry and Tyra at this point. Yeah. She's
1: having dinner with the Clark family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Pa Clark is in full police regalia at the dinner table.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing too Cause he yeah. gets called out
1: Yeah gets gets the phone call The dinner gets interrupted by a phone call That a body has been pulled out of the river mm-hmm. So he needs to To jump in Cut to
0: Landry and church <laughs> Yeah Sweating bullets. <laughs> I I feel like the role of church in Dylan is just to make everybody feel like as guilty <laughs> and shame-filled as possible, yeah. which, you know, might say something about modern Except American evangelicalism, Buddy. but <laughs> <laughs> Buddy has no problem bringing yeah. his, his uh, woes before the Lord, even <laughs> if it's just... God help us to beat uh, whatever team uh, let the Panthers win Yeah, swing low sweet cherry (laughs) yeah so Landry's just getting hammered with guilt and shame well yeah the sermon Um, is about guilt of course (laughs) of course so he's convinced he needs to go turn himself in like it's what the Lord wants him to do he talks to Tyra about it Tyra convinces him not to she's very adamant that like no you can't do that She's really holding him back there.
1: Uh, meanwhile, back at the boys' home, <laughs> um, Lila is just leaving. I don't know if she spent several days there. If this is,
0: <laughs> I think I, uh, that, that, a flashback. Just, this is a questionable but, timeline. I didn't think yeah. about that, but that does not make sense. <laughs> um, but
1: she's leaving, and Santiago who is being recently released. He's walking out. So Lila offers him a ride.
0: Uh
1: He eventually accepts after a little bit of fighting it. We do find out that both of his parents were deported. Right. Um, Yeah. He's kind of been dealt a a crap hand.
0: Yeah. Lila really pries into his, his personal life. gets real nosy, but she drops him off where he lives. It's obvious that it's a pretty rough neighborhood. He doesn't want her to actually drive into the neighborhood because it's rough, but she does get his number so that she can, you know, follow up and see how he's doing. Back in Mexico, Tim and Jason are arguing about the surgery. I believe Tim has two beers in his hand at this point.
1: Yeah, um Out on I've the street. got a- I think we're going to have the, the beer tally. I'm excited to get into because, um,
0: because it's Mexico.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll go with that for now. Yes. He, I don't, cause I just do a, a running tally. So I don't know how many he had in, in his hands at this time, but yes, he definitely had beer in his hands. They are stopped by a policeman. Um, Riggins tries to bribe the cop. <laughs>
0: Right, he's like super cavalier about it like oh it's fine man let me just take care of this.
1: Yeah, yeah, so he tries to bribe the cop um does not go well. <laughs> uh-huh. Riggin's gets gets put in jail. Yeah. And Street has to bail him out uh with the $10,000 bag that he brought.
0: Yeah. He's obviously not happy about that. Choosed him out Uh, Tells him, you know, I came down here for a reason, and if you think it's so stupid, you can find whatever skanky-ass jailbait hooker or whore, uh, to quote Jason, uh, and catch syphilis for all he cares. (laughs) To which Tim responds, can you at least buy me some tacos? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Things are not going well between our two besties here. No. No coach arrives
1: back home in Dylan. uh he doesn't even get in the door <laughs> yeah. before buddy pulls up Guess who <laughs> uh kind of pulls him aside tells him uh hey mcgregor is fighting the termination and you might not get your job back <laughs> <laughs> and coach kind of has a coach moment where he's like you know yeah damn it, buddy, (laughs) you're telling me, you know. uh, This thing wasn't, you know, you told me this whole thing was guaranteed. So, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later on. Yeah,
0: there's an emergency board meeting the following morning. So, we'll find out more then. Lila, back at the Garrity household, is trying to convince her mom to let Santiago work odd jobs around the house, basically. So, this new guy that she met at the the boys' home. Um, she's trying to help him out. You know, he's on parole. He needs a job. So she's asking her mom if she can throw him a bone and have him do some work around the house.
1: Yeah. The former Mrs. Garrity is having none of it. No. I got to ask you, in this scene, is this the same woman who plays Lila's mom in season one? <laughs> Because Angie pointed out, and the more that I saw her, the more I thought about it, she looks like she's like
0: 30 years younger than Buddy. No, it is the same woman, but she does look very young. You are correct in that.
1: She looks like she's in her 30s.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I can confirm it here. Pammy, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Marilee McComas. Her birth date is January 24, 1971. She is nine years older than Minka Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't quite work.
1: Which means that she was probably in her thirties when this episode was (sighs) filmed.
0: Buddy does not look like he's in his thirties. No, (laughs) no, he does not. That's why buddy was able to have a beautiful young daughter like Lila. Um, He's not. He's not picking up his end of the slack there. Right. <laughs> on, yeah. No. On that, on the genetics side of things. No. Okay. Coach and Julie having a little driving lesson, and coach takes the opportunity to uh, ask a few pointed questions to Julie.
1: Yeah. Um. Probably not the greatest. Uh. <laughs> choice on coach's part because they appear to be driving on some sort of freeway. Right, uh, with pretty you know decent traffic. Um, yeah, Coach asks about, uh, I believe as he puts it, the Swedish kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, was this you about about you and the Swedish kid?
1: <laughs> uh, Julie gets distracted. Yeah, they kind of almost get into an accident. They narrowly avoid an accident. Uh-huh. Coach, I had a real connection to Coach in this moment because Angie's a very nervous driver when it comes to heavy traffic (laughs) Uh and I'm a very like extremely like keep calm even when stuff's going down around me kind of person and coach was very like just keep calm just keep calm (laughs) like (laughs) which doesn't work on somebody right (laughs) who doesn't uh feel the same way and feel <laughs> things the same way so I, I got a kick out of of that. But yeah, yeah almost they narrowly really escape an accident. They turn out fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Uh coach doesn't let up though. Uh his next question, what's this about you and this kid carrying on in the driveway? Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is a great very coach way to to put that. They they have that little that little talk during the driving lesson back in Mexico. Reagan seems pretty concerned that uh, the doctor is planning on injecting embryonic shark stem cells into yeah. Jason's spine. Which you know uh fair Tim <laughs> um, fair concern.
1: Yeah, at this point, it's apparently been a week because he's got the yeah, doctor's got the there. appointment. So that yeah um, yeah the doctor mentions that it's yeah embryonic sh- shark stem cells. Uh, Riggins is concerned. Um, I don't know. Like over the next two episodes, I'm going to get controversial over the the next two episodes. Riggins gets really concerned about this whole shark stem cell thing. And he's like, like really concerned that like Jason's going to die. Like, I don't think he's going to (laughs) die.
0: I, I wrote the same later on in my notes somewhere. I wrote, are we actually worried about Jason dying on the table? But next episode, spoiler alert, they do say that the doctor said like he has oh, a chance he? of dying on the table. So okay.
1: I must have been taking notes in a way that caused me distracted. And we'll get into next episode. I just snapped you about some controversies yes. that I have with next episode. So we'll get into that then. That's probably what got me distracted, but um,
0: <laughs> I mean, completely unrelated controversy, but controversial nonetheless.
1: Distracting. Um,
0: But I also thought this at this point, like, are we really worried about Jason dying or are we just worrying that he's going to lose $10,000 and yeah, it's not going to work. But, uh, Riggins does ask, why don't they do this surgery in the United States? To which the doctor replies, the FDA is a bunch of cry babies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, that that definitely didn't uh make me
0: feel any better about no, it that doesn't inspire really. a lot of confidence mm-hmm. though, for sure so we're at the diner it's another one of those scenes at the diner where everybody's there yep you know uh conveniently tyra tyra's sister mindy is i i kind of missed some of it but i took it that they were talking about starting a topless maid service something like that I,
1: I must have been distracted taking notes because I did not catch that. Um, It was either a
0: topless maid service or like a topless yard care service. But I don't see how you could do that because that would involve public nudity, presumably.
1: Yeah, you can't do that. You could probably do topless maid.
0: Yep. Um, But as this happens, uh, as they're talking about this, the police come into the diner. Matt and Landry are there. They're talking about something, but they kind of walk solemnly. Up to the table, and Landry is very nervous, and Matt gets <laughs> yeah. nervous too. But Landry gets very nervous, and I also like, uh-oh, Uh oh, <laughs> uh, as the viewer, and even someone who's seen this five times, I'm like, Uh oh, uh, it's about to go down. Yeah, turns out they just want to give him crap for the Panthers losing.
1: Yeah, they just crack a little light art joke to Matt, basically, Matt exclusively. Yep yeah Landry about craps a brick
0: Mm -hmm. but understandably so I mean he did murder a man so that's true he is yeah he is a criminal murderers get nervous when there are cops around and that's understandable um uh the board meeting with former coach McGregor happens and his okay big yikes moment his lawyer refers to his treatment by the Dillon Panthers as a lynching. Uh, please don't. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> buddy, kind of eventually, like he kind of has enough at some point in this meeting, and he kind of goes off. He lays it all out for McGregor. You know, like players ended up in the hospital. We're losing the quarterback. The star quarterback and the star running back are fighting we don't like the way you're doing things. So he kind of just throws it out there. And honestly, it's pretty convincing. I don't know if it, it, I don't know if it's grounds for firing a coach. I don't know, you know what the (laughs) regulations are for that, but it sounded legit to me. Sounds like a good reason to fire a coach.
1: I wanted to say, this is maybe the most inspiring buddy Garrity moment in the entire
0: series, (laughs) which, you know, it's the Dylan Panthers. He is, yeah, He's speaking up for the thing that he cares about the most—not um, sure. his wife, not his kids, <laughs> but the Dillon Panthers. Yeah, the
1: Dillon Panthers.
0: Yep. And apparently, I thought this was just a nice touch. Uh, apparently, the lawyer is from Larrabee, and so Buddy makes some. Oh yeah, he makes. The you crack, wouldn't crack, understand. Crack. You're from Larrabee. We, yeah, don't, we don't. We don't win we, games. We yes. win seasons. Beautiful, Buddy. Just zinger. Coach and Mrs. Coach, we see them arguing about how to handle Julie. Coach is back, you know. He's back in town, um, kind of getting caught up on everything that's going on with their daughter.
1: Yeah, he hasn't really witnessed Julie's rebellion firsthand.
0: No, you know, if he was given Julie a rating on the hate-o-meter, it would probably be pretty low at this point.
1: <laughs> he just hasn't yeah.
0: experienced the same things as we have. But they call Julie into the bedroom. They're going to talk to her and coach is really lobbying for a fresh start with Julie, right? Like, he's like, let's just start over, you know, as a family. Um, and so they don't ground Julie for all her shenanigans. Um, But so Julie is kind of like confused, but okay, if that's the way it's going to be like, okay, good, great. And she congratulates coach for something Coach doesn't know what he's being congratulated for, but she says it's uh, it's all over the paper.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that uh, yeah it was in the news or whatever.
0: Yeah, oh, or no, he finds the paper right. Yeah, he goes out, looks at the paper, and it says that McGregor's out and Coach Taylor is in. Uh, this is not a foregone conclusion, though, right? At this point,
1: I think at that point it was just the story had broke. I don't think that yeah. the the hearings had fully.
0: Yeah, I don't um, know if that's responsible journalism, but you know, it's the welcome to twenty twenty. <laughs> the news media.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you one thing:
0: Planet Enterprise would never do that. Never, no. They would just uh, copy and paste an email forward and put it on the back page. <laughs> and we'd love it. We'd we re- do it. yes, yeah. Uh, Julie and Tammy, they're out practicing driving. It is not going well on a relational front. Um, but Tammy gets real vulnerable here. She's very concerned yeah. for Julie, and she kind of she gets real with Julie a little bit. Yeah, she tells Julie a story about how when
1: she was Julie's age that she dated an older man when she was younger Um, and she gave it up (laughs) and thought that that they were going to be in a relationship and the guy basically just dumped her. Yeah. Which... Bad move on that guy's part. Connie Britton, get real. <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> that dude was probably depressed the rest of his life. Yeah. yeah. What have I done? I'd hate Freaking to see the, Doug Odom.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to see the battle axe he's with now, but I bet it,
0: <laughs> she ain't uh, no Connie Britton, that's yeah, she for sure. Ain't no
1: County Britain. Um, in this scene, I believe we also find out for the first time that the Swedes' real name is
0: Anton. Yeah. Which again. <laughs> Ethnically confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a common Swedish name? What is going on? I I have to assume it's not. Some I,
1: I really like. I want to talk to one of the writers and just be like, "Why was his name the Swede? He doesn't."
0: <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> Swedish. Is it an about ironic this guy.
1: nickname? I don't.
0: <laughs> Unanswerable questions. I think. Yeah. But, hey, good work, Tammy. Like, I think this was an inspiring parental moment. Very much so. I think parents need more of that in general. I hope I can do that with my own children. Like, just be honest about my past and the mistakes I've made and the lessons that I've learned from it. And Mm -hmm. hopefully my kids won't repeat some of the same same mistakes mistakes that I did. You know? Like, I think that makes sense.
1: I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah, I think it was a, a very, very solid parenting moment.
0: But uh, speaking of parental issues, Buddy is dropping the the uns off, the young Garrity's off. He must have had his, you know, weekend or whatever. And yep. Ma Garrity, she wants to talk to Buddy about this whole Santiago, Lila situation.
1: Yeah, she asked Buddy if they've spoken about Lila's new friend. Uh-huh. Uh, and buddy says no she's and pam says you know some of the lines of you know she wanted me to hire this guy and like live with us um and i told her no and buddy gets a twinkle in his eye yeah the next scene we cut to buddy has hired santiago at the dealership
0: It was like, oh, uh, it was such a good, like, it was such a good cut, like, great was. writing or directing or whoever makes that decision. But yeah, you see the wheels start to turn from Buddy, yeah, and then immediately, like, all right, Santiago, I think we can find you a place here, <laughs> <laughs> Garrity Motors. Uh, yeah, just great. And so Buddy has got his in back with Lila because it was yeah. not going well between yeah, them.
1: No, um, Lila is thrilled. Yeah, and. Yeah, they appear to
0: be back on good terms. Yeah, Lila had called her mom unchristian uh, because <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> how she was approaching the Santiago situation. So apparently, Buddy, now the uh, the adulterer, apparently serial adul- adulterer, yeah. uh, is now the good Christian in Lila's eyes. So. Good for Biden. I
1: I, I think that's a a, a perfect allegory for our modern times. (laughs) Right. Lila's brand of evangelicism now views the serial adulterer as as the true Christian. Um,
0: Who Friday Night Lights is timeless, you know? Truly. (laughs)
1: truly, By the time that we release this episode, the uh, election will be over. Oh, my goodness. uh, Yes. Pretty crazy. So who knows how this will come off uh,
0: by the time it's released? <laughs> I feel like we need to like send a message to future Josh and future Anthony. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what I would say to myself though. So, anyway, Friday Night Lights is is timeless in so many ways, and here's just another example. Uh, so, Julie, she's not grounded. So she's going to go out. She heads over to the greasy Swedes house. Yeah. This guy is gross. Yeah. They they really go hard at making him gross. (laughs) They
1: really, really make him just to be a scumbag.
0: Yeah. Beer cans and liquor bottles all over the front steps.
1: Well, yeah. From the jump. Yeah. That she knocks on his door and he's like, oh, I forgot we were supposed to hang out.
0: Yeah. He is in his boxers eating breakfast cereal, forgetting that they were supposed to hang out. There's a bong on the coffee table. The house is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Tammy's moment of vulnerability is already kind of pinging in Julie's mind. I think at this point, yes, the Swede gets on the phone. Well, yeah, the phone's ringing. It's his friends. He invites all his friends to hang out with them at a bar. So Julie wants to just hang out with the Swede or Anton. He invites all his buddies. They're gonna go to a bar. Uh Julie is like fifteen. Yeah. So I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah. Julie kind of comes to her senses at this point. Yeah. She ducks out pretty quickly. Yeah. Crying almost or holding back yeah, tears. In tears for sure. As as quick as she can possibly get out of their um bales. So She heads back to the Taylor household and she comes in. She's crying. Tammy consoles her. They have a very nice mother-daughter moment. Yes.
1: Uh, Meanwhile, back in Mexico. Yes. Street
0: and Tim are getting drunk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Big rig beer tally time. I counted... Okay, so this takes a little bit of like deduction and um, detective work here. I counted four bottles on the table of the brand of beer that we regularly see Riggs drinking down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So there's there are lots of bottles on the table, mm-hmm. but there are four bottles in front of him. That I are didn't the even brand note that he drinks.
1: I didn't even note the empty bottles because those are kind of implied. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they started doing shots.
0: Right. They, they do a couple shots. So I don't know if we count, would, do we count that in the
1: beer tally? I did.
0: I counted each, I counted each shot as a beer, as a beer. Um, I think we, there's precedence for that. I think we did that in season one.
1: Yep. Yep. So I, I did, they do two on screen shots. So I counted that as two beers.
0: I mean, I I am good with counting the four bottles on the table as well. I'm
1: not against it. Yeah, I'm not against that either. I didn't even notice it. Um, my tally at the end of the episode, which we'll get into obviously later on, is pretty high. Uh, <laughs> it is definitely a like series high. Yeah, I think um, so. Already. Which so, makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. I watched this episode yesterday, so I don't remember exactly which things happen when i just keep a running tally but yeah it's it's definitely yeah
0: well at this point in the episode i think we're up to 8 so already yeah we are at a we are at a series high they're partying they're partying at a karaoke bar oh wait there's another beer for tim at this point
1: yeah so now i we're had at a
0: 9 i had i'll tell you right now i guess I had
1: 10 total for the episode. Okay.
0: All right. I don't know if I have more There was like
1: cuts and he was holding a beer. And I think every time I saw what I counted as a new beer and a new shot. Yeah. Because this is kind of a a real, like a fever dream almost. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I literally have in my notes, I can't tell if it's a different beer. I don't think so. (laughs) Yep. So I counted like this section. I think, as one, but sure. um, I think we're at nine. We'll see where sure. we end up. You said yep. you came up with ten. I'll see, I I'll came yeah, up with ten total, yeah. So, we'll see what I end up with here, but all that being said, the point is not Tim's drinking, it's Jason's drinking. They're at this karaoke bar, and Jason basically has a drunken breakdown on the mic about being able to walk again.
1: Yeah, he's doing karaoke to La Cucaracha, <laughs> but he's doing, like, I'm going to walk up. I'm going to walk. Uh, it's very sad.
0: <laughs> it's not good. It's yucky. It's pretty yucky. Yeah. He kind of hits, uh, I would say a rock bottom here. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, <laughs> no, not a rock bottom because <laughs> we get lower in yeah, the next yeah. episode, but it's not good. He's not in a good, good headspace. Uh Tyra gets pulled into the police department. And it's a pretty tense situation. The cops know that the body that was found was the man who assaulted her Mm -hmm. uh, the previous year, which surprises me because the impression I got the first time she went in when she was actually assaulted was like (laughs) the cops didn't really give a rip about what had happened. But apparently – they they uh, they cared enough to make a note about it, and yeah, they put they make that connection. So as this is all happening, Pa Clark happens to walk by the in, uh, interrogation room, and it's kind of kind of gives Tyra a quizzical look, like, "What's what's Tyra doing here? She's been hanging out with my boy." <laughs> um, so he knows something's up at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, they let her go, um, and she even seems pretty shocked. Yeah. That they let her go. Um, her mom didn't even know also anything about it. So she's hearing about this for the first time.
0: Right. Yeah. Which, you know, in Ma Colette's place, that would <laughs> that'd be pretty hard to hear for yeah. sure. Tim gives Lila a call from Mexico and he asks her to come down. He really needs her help in talking Jason out of the shark cell <laughs> surgery. Yeah. And he kind of lays it on the line and says, like, I swear, Jason will die if he goes through with it. (laughs) And this is where in my notes I wrote, do we really think that's true, though? Like, is that is he going to die? But apparently, yes, the doctor says that that doesn't come up till next episode. So maybe uh, they kind of like covered their butts with that next episode. And like, oh, yeah, the doctor said that. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, But yeah, Tim wants Lila to come down and help out. Back in Dylan.
1: Coach McGregor shows up at Coach Taylor's door. Mm-hmm. Congratulates him for screwing him out of the job, basically. Right. Uh, says, like, hey, you know, I know you were behind this. or I know you had a part in it. And, uh, so, congratulations on everything working out for you. But I got a family, too. And uh, you haven't seen the last of me,
0: basically. Yeah, it's uh, pretty uncomfortable. Um, and he does say... I'll be seeing you again which I do believe is a little foreshadowing for mm-hmm. later on I don't know if it's this season or beyond that but I don't I if my memory serves me this is not the last we see of coach McGregor.
1: I do yeah I I don't recall. I was wondering maybe if because this season was cut short by the writers uh. strike I almost wonder if they maybe he doesn't show up and they accidentally just forgot about him. <laughs>
0: Um I guess time I guess will still, we'll, Yeah, we'll find out, obviously. Yeah. I'm tempted, you know, to look at the IMDB and see if he pops up later, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let that be a let's leave it. Yeah. There are not many, you know, mysteries left at this <laughs> point for me in Friday Night Lights, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cling to whatever chance I have for suspense. It's a good call. We see Coach in his office, and he glances up at a sign on his wall that says, Character is who you are when no one is watching. Nice touch, writers. Uh, Laugh out loud is what I have written there. Uh, (laughs) Pretty heavy-handed. But Saracen in the locker room looks pissed. So, you know, this is Coach. Coach is back. Coach is back with the team. This is kind of the first we see him with the players. And, you know... McGregor sucks. Things are not going well. We'd expect them to be happy, but Saracen does not look pleased. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. Well, hold on. Yes.
1: (laughs) Before the credits roll. Yep. We do get a public safety announcement from Mm -hmm. Amy T garden out of character.
0: Friend of the show. Friend uh, of the
1: show. Amy T garden
0: in and out of character. We don't care um yep (laughs) yes (laughs) although we do
1: crap on julie taylor a lot but
0: she's still a friend
1: yeah (laughs) uh yeah basically talking about distracted driving it's very (laughs) i did not remember this (laughs) where Um, did this
0: come from why did they do this
1: like I can see why they would throw this
0: in at the end of the episode, but to include it on the DVD is very strange, <laughs> right? And I actually watched this on Hulu, and yeah, it was on the <laughs> it was on the Hulu version. So it's like okay, but this is two thousand seven. This is when I feel like texting is really like hitting its stride, it's starting to hit, yeah, for sure. So I, you know, I guess it makes sense. Uh, I don't even where think we
1: like, at. I don't even think like the LG NB two was out. Um, like I'm pretty <laughs> sure at this point, like people were texting a T nine word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think like we had one, 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 yeah. six, six, five, 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 <laughs> two, three, three, three. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess it's just a little, I, I'd say this is a little time capsule for us to enjoy. Yeah you yeah, know for sure i mean distracted driving still a, a problem it is but 2007 to 2020 i'm not sure how much progress we've made if amy t gardens message has fallen on deaf ears
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but thank you for your concern amy yes. come on the show
1: yes please amy
0: i don't know why i wrote this except for maybe like it popped up. That's why it popped up after the episode got over that. The next episode is called let's get it on. And (laughs) the, the picture preview was of Tyra and Landry kissing. So I just wrote, let's go. (laughs) Oh yes. So that's the end of the episode plus a little tiny preview of next week. So man, I don't even know what, I just got distracted by Amy Teagarden. What did we end with here? Oh yeah. Coach returning to the team. So that's where we leave it. That's it for the episode. We'll be right back with some in-depth analysis on some of our characters. Okay. We are back. We're going to talk about some of our characters here. Um, Anthony, who do you think is the, uh, the star of the episode our our main character of the episode here I would say maybe Jason Street Jason, I think so, yeah, I would say it's either Jason or coach, you know making his homecoming, but i'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jason here, so Jason is. <laughs> kind of like we Herc's not in this episode but he made some comment previously about Jason being just a cliche or whatever for someone who is on this uh, paraplegic journey Mm -hmm. that Jason is on so Jason yeah is kind of I don't want to say delusional because who knows about this shark cell thing Um, spoiler alert we never really find out if it would have worked or not I think it would (laughs) have who knows where Friday night lights could have gone. If Jason had actually taken those injections of shark cells into his (laughs) spine, this could be a completely different podcast from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. But uh, yeah, Jason is really refusing to accept the hand he's been dealt. He is headed down to Mexico, um, willing to risk (laughs) Uh, at this point, ten thousand dollars, but really r- willing to risk everything. Life. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> where are we at with Jason? What are we learning about him in this episode? Yeah, I mean, I think
1: putting myself in his shoes, I get it. Yeah. Like, I think if I were in that situation, I think I'd probably be like, "Yeah, all right, you Let's know, do it." Or do I have to lose yep. realistically? Yeah. So
0: Yeah, he's not really at the point um in coping or whatever, uh, to like the acceptance stage or whatever, where it's like, all right, this is just it is what it is, and I've gotta move forward from here. He's still at the like, no, if I can't figure this out, like what it's not really worth it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason's in a pretty tough spot. Um, But luckily for us, that gives us Tim Regans in Mexico. So yes, we'll take it. Uh, So that's that's what's going on with Jason. And I think we got to hand it to Tim a little bit too. Like Tim's maybe not, uh, you know, the best influence or whatever, maybe enabling this. But at the same time, he's hanging in there with Jason. You know he's uh, he's not letting his friend go through it alone. So commendable, um, I suppose. Yeah. Who else we got? Who else do we need to talk about here? Coach, I mean maybe the Taylor family. Yeah, yeah. Things still not going real great. No, still high tensions
1: between Tammy and Julie, but we do see Julie finally have her revelation uh, of how big of a scumbag the suite is. So Anton, that's a, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, and you yeah. see some, some finally by the end of the episode, a forgiveness or a, you know, a, um, what's the word?
0: A reconciliation. Reconciliation. I think. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. Between Julie and Tammy. And honestly, you know, I think we've already said this, but I commend Tammy. On her willingness to be vulnerable and to be honest with her child uh, is risky, I think, to let your child in and see kind of, yeah, the both your, I mean, your child grows up thinking you're the best person in the world, but then to kind of have some (laughs) realization later on that that might not be the whole story uh is risky but i think it it definitely pays off for Tammy here and yeah <laughs> uh saves julie some crappy situations with the swede had she not yeah. come to those realizations so yeah i you know, think tammy? on the
1: whole probably she was saved from some potentially really bad uh future days so <laughs> shout out to
0: tammy right uh it paid off tammy way to go you're an inspiration. Um Landry and Tyra. We'll get into them more next episode, but uh Landry's still a murderer. Tyra's still, <laughs> you know, nervous about that whole murder situation. So that's what's going on there. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh anything else? I think the focus was definitely on the Taylor
1: family and, yep. and Jason and um yep and Tim in Mexico. So I think we can move on to our awards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot to dig into there. So we will be right back and we'll, we'll get right to our awards. All right. Coach Taylor, uh, stuff's happening in the coach Taylor world. Is it inspiring? Give me your thoughts.
1: You know, thinking back, I, I can't really think of a real standout moment aside from his little return speech. Um,
0: what does he even say?
1: I don't remember. I just wrote down <laughs> that he has a short return speech. So. Yeah, okay. But I do remember it being slightly inspiring. So, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I it's It's hard to get. At a rating on an episode like this, Um, just because he was so generally not in it on the whole. Um, Right. And to see him kind of get put in his place by Coach McGregor, too, I had to give him a low rating. I mean, we're sitting, we're talking about like a two or a three, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. There was nothing that Coach really did that was not good. But that that Coach McGregor moment eh, kind of felt like it was exposing a little bit to how the sit- coach's situation uh, had a negative effect on someone else's life. You know, I got a family and I got kids too. That whole thing. So yeah, what did you say? Like a four? I said two or three, but I'd be comfortable with a four too. Let's let's uh, let's go down to a three. I think okay. that's fair. So, Coach Taylor coming in at a three on the Inspirating this week. Julie Taylor. She is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to rate this one either.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one because she has a pretty bad episode until she really comes around and yeah, makes herself end. less hateable.
0: Yeah. it's She She hits the hate meter pretty hard, but then... It is, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, it's with, it's probably within the last like five minutes or so that she comes to her senses. So, how much credit do we give her for coming back around? I think, I think we actually do. I think we need to give her some credit for that. I think so for sure. She made the right choice. You know, she listened to her mother, she took that into consideration, and then she, Yeah, went back home, and they had that nice moment. So, you know, what do you think? Like a two? I think a two is good. I think that's agreeable. Yeah, because she probably dipped to like a five, but then brought it back up to a two. So, Julie, we're encouraged by this recent turn of events, but uh, just because you came to your senses on a terrible decision that you've been making for an entire summer with the Swede uh, doesn't completely put you in the clear.
1: Really like walking away from the street Swede's house in that situation should be like a default human move (laughs) in
0: that situation. Yeah. That's kind of neutral, honestly. Yeah. But um, I guess we're kind of grading on the curve to a certain extent here. So, Yeah, for sure. Uh, Julie ends up with a two. So, not terribly hateable, but starting to be. All right. Uh, our big rig beer tally. I ended up with a 9. You ended up with a 10. You know, I think even if we didn't count, even if I didn't necessarily count every single beer, it's pretty safe to assume that there were more being drink or drunk or whatever the proper grammar is and I know we're not supposed to go with on screen beer or we're not supposed to go with off screen beers mm-hmm. but since you came up with 10 uh, I think that's a a fair number and I agree not out of the realm of possibility
1: yeah <laughs> using different rules we came up with almost the exact same number so yep I'd say that that's a, a fair spot to land
0: yep All right, our Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week. I got to think here. We didn't have a ton of Buddy. He did get that uh, coach's box number in the middle of the game.
1: That might be it. I was going to say, I was trying to think of a a Buddy sleazeball moment, and all I could come up with was the one honorable the Buddy inspirational (laughs) moment that we had. Uh, This was like bizarro Buddy episode. Right.
0: So um, yeah, he 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 fires McGregor. He pu- somehow pulls his weight as a booster, which we're still not entirely sure where that authority <laughs> comes from. Yeah. Uh but he he makes that happen and then he calls coach in the middle of a D1 football game, somehow gets a hold of him. So uh, I guess that's our sleazeball move of the week. Not a bad episode for Buddy, you know, if that's the worst we can come up with.
1: Yeah, the fact oh, you know what also actually Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, we were we we're both wrong. The Buddy Garrity sleazeball moment of the week is hearing from Pam that Lila's got a new friend who is trying to find a job uh, and using uh, that as leverage uh,
0: to yes. win favorite parent. You're right. Oh, dang! I was feeling good for Buddy for a second there, but me yes, too, but he manipulates a young man fresh out of juvenile detention to ingratiate himself with his daughter and to stab his wife in the back so there it is uh, using Santiago as a pawn in his family drama yeah that
1: is your buddy Gary sleazeball movie the week.
0: even though I was feeling good for buddy it does it there is something satisfying about buddy maintaining his uh, sleazeball Agreed. levels 100% so, I didn't have any notable music cues you um, I did not. Um, In the
1: opening scene when Jason and Riggins are in Mexico, Angie noted to me that there was a song in Spanish that the lyrics were something along the lines of like, I don't know where I'm going or something like that. Okay. And she noted that and she's like, this might be a notable music. And I didn't write it down, but I did remember it. <laughs> okay. Because um, I thought maybe there was going to be something more notable that came up, which Did not happen, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Looking at the IMDb, I just had it pulled up. Um, there's a song called I Don't Care, uh, Yo So Ne, Yo No Se, uh, by Los Dug Dugs. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if that was the (laughs) how do you spell Dug Dugs? D U G D U G S,
0: shoot, okay. I was hoping it was D O U G
1: no unfortunately no so i'm not sure if that one is it but that's the only other song aside from like the snuffy walden and explosions in the sky thing. so i guess yeah holy 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 performed by the cast of friday night lights
0: uh was that in church i don't know what that would have been yeah all right so pretty much no notable music pretty much nothing yeah well uh except for los dug dugs or whatever yeah that was outdated pop culture reference of the week why were we talking about texting
1: oh distracted driving we'll go with that still that's still pretty relevant
0: that's true
1: okay then i don't know um (laughs) i think maybe just like the public safety announcement thrown in at the end of the episode was kind of, yeah, uh, I can't
0: see that happening anymore. No. <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. PSA, yeah. the PSA yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, you know, we could maybe use more of that, but doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Uh, that leads us to quote of the episode. I didn't have any like standout. <sighs> I didn't either. Obvious answers here. I
1: didn't either. I'm going to quick check the IMDb and see if there was any, thing because I was yeah I really felt bad um coming into this recording because I did not yeah. have anything but I've got stuff for the next episode but I did not yep. have anything for this episode um,
0: I've got and- a I've got a backup if we can't come up with anything simply because it's relevant to this day and age that we live in right now but unless I am DBS cool. something I got might nothing. have to go with my nothing okay <laughs> So um, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess again simply because it is relevant to uh, what's going on in the world right now. Uh, maybe we go with the FDA as a bunch of crybabies. Oh, that's yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I think that's a good one. Yep. Okay. Or maybe buddies, the eagle has landed. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> that one made me That's laugh, good too. But- <laughs>
0: Okay, so that brings us to our episode MVP. Uh who do you want to nominate for our, our top dog this episode?
1: I am going to nominate, and I feel like I nominate this character for every single episode, but Tammy Taylor.
0: She really does step up as as a parent. She <sighs> take time. She nails it. She nails it. She's absolutely parent goals. Um She successfully steers her daughter away from, for all we know, may have been a lifetime of regret and trauma. Yeah. So. Knowing Julie Taylor, guaranteed,
1: (laughs) steered her away from a lifetime.
0: What would Julie Taylor be like without Tammy Taylor? (laughs) I'd hate to know we honestly yeah. we like don't
1: want them, how she turned out the way that she did with the parents that she had. Can you imagine?
0: Like, it's almost like one of those things where your your parents are so good. Like your parents are so perfect that you like can't stand the perfection. Right. And so you go the opposite direction just you're because f- you, it, everyone innately has something in them that doesn't want to be like their parents.
1: Right. Her, I think, her form of rebellion is to just be the biggest piece of crap that she can possibly <laughs> even
0: imagine. Yeah. But Tammy, yeah. Tammy comes in clutch here. She steers her away. So Tammy Taylor, you are this week's MVP of the episode. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know how many you're up to at this point, but you're definitely the leader yeah. uh, for this award. Yeah. And because we have given out the episode MVP and all of our other awards, that leaves us with the episode rating. It's hard for me to deduce uh, if this episode was really good or if I was just like so happy to be watching (laughs) Friday and Lights again. Uh, Yeah. What do you think?
1: I think this is a pretty decent episode. Personally, I would give this like a strong six, light seven.
0: Uh, I I was thinking a seven. So let's go with that. Yep. Yeah. Like not outstanding but your good. average friday night light episode in your average friday night yep. Lights episode is very good so yep. i'm happy with a seven that will wrap up our awards for the week that will wrap up our podcast for the week closing thoughts on where we're at right now with friday night lights you know i like you said i'm just happy to be back at it it's
1: been so long since it's recorded so I don't know if I have a an unbiased way of saying where, where I feel about the show, its trajectory right now. I'm uh-huh. just happy to be watching it. So I guess that's a good trajectory.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I got to say, we didn't have hardly any uh, of the murder storyline, which True. is great. That is good. You know, we love to see that. And that will change next episode. But <laughs> Yes, it will. I, you know... I still enjoy next episode too. this this show, even at its worst is wonderful. Really good. So thank you so much for listening, please. If you don't already follow us on Twitter, reach out to us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. If you have uh, opinions or if you think we have terrible opinions and you want to refute them.
1: Yeah, please. uh,
0: By all means, let us know review and rate us on itunes that would be great too yeah please tell your friends but honestly if you just want to listen to us that is more than
1: that's it. fun too we actually just really appreciate that uh,
0: yeah you know what i don't want to pressure you to do anything else beyond that just keep listening please
1: shout out to our listeners in the west indies
0: <laughs> that's right uh, yeah which
1: i just found out about today uh how many downloads do we have in Jamaica as of this
0: recording? More than you would expect, yeah. I would say. <laughs> it's yeah. so, more, so one or more. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so if you're listening uh, to this in, in Jamaica or any of the West Indies, shout out to you. Thank you for, for listening. Um, we hope you're enjoying it.
0: I'm just going to go ahead and pull up. Let's just give shout outs to like every yeah. single country here. Let me pull it up. <laughs> All right, so shout out to West Indies, but also shout out Canada, shout out Germany, shout out Australia, shout out to our four downloads in Japan, (laughs) Austria, United Kingdom, Argentina, India, Romania, Sweden, Spain, France, Ireland, Italy, New Zealand. Shout Shout out to unknown, unknown, (laughs) (laughs) one unknown download. So if we didn't name your country, this one's for you. (laughs) Shout out, unknown. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. We're. <laughs> what did we say on our our uh, very first preview episode? Just a couple of dudes talking about a piece of art that they love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: something yeah. like that. It's resonating with some folks. I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're glad know. that you love that piece of art as well, and uh, you've made it this far. I'm gonna imagine we're gonna catch you next week. Yes. So. Uh, Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for season two, episode five. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.